did for like a year. But now for it to be – well, it's not official until Manchester United say it, but all the tier one sources are coming out. Christian Falk, Fabrizio Romano, oh, my God. When Christian Falk came out and said – I was I was, I was, was just like, man, Fabrizio, where are you? Tap him. Bro, bro, I, bro, in the but back I was saying, bro, but I was saying this last year about Fab. Like, he's, he's literally, a, like, a, tap in. That's what he does, bro. He just taps the ball in. Who cares? No, I know, I know, yeah, of course. But I'm saying, like, he's I, I was the best this. to ever do this. Bro, I was, bro, I was, me, me, a guy who has no, no connections. I was giving you guys, I was giving you, Yoni, more, more, like, actual, and then it was actually before it happened. This guy waits so, until the minute it happens. I know, I know he wants to be super, super official and all this. But bro, you're you're the That's... like 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 Woj is ruining lives for some NBA players, bro. Like they're they're at they're at the draft or something. They're like right there. It's happening. He's the one telling them. So I think there's levels to this. And Fab, is, I get it. But... It's getting there. But and and also he's he's like a like a fiend for these Manchester United fans. A fiend, bro. Do you not see the bro? Oh, and then the, the comment section. That's is a criticism. Disgusting. Like, I was doing the exact same thing. He's favoring the markets that are the biggest ones. What's the problem with that? Though Fabrizio Romano, Romano is the GOAT. Without no, no, a he's, doubt, he's the, the marketing this guy's done. When you when you talk about footballing transfers, you say, here we go. Plain and simple. Not he's me. the best. And all these journalists, all these journalists that hate him, are just all, mad that they ain't him. Plain and Christian, simple, the goal. I love him. Christian love Falk, him. I'll, I'll go to obviously, is the, is the real deal, in my opinion. He's the one to tell you if it's not true or is true. Fabrizio and then, is the real deal, especially in Italy. Like, he knows his stuff in Italy. No, Same I'm thing, sad. Christian Falk is good in Germany. Like, it's difficult. Wojnowski, I get it, but he has one league to worry about. That's not you can't say that for soccer. There's there's England, Germany, Spain, France. Yeah, I don't know. And what do he's it. doing to be the guy that official, official, official. He, he talks about every league. Respect. Because you got Christian Falk there. You have uh Mohammed Bofazi. You have yeah, guy. you have in in I forgot what's his name, David Ornstein in England. Ralph Rafael Hogenstein for Germany. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Got so many, like they do their own league. Like Fabrizio Romano's doing everybody, man. This guy doesn't even sleep. I don't even think he sleeps. No, he doesn't. I think he's no, a he legit bot. Like he might be a robot, <laughs> but he's a man. I love Fabrizio. I would love Fabrizio to get on this podcast just to talk to him. I don't even care about transfer. I want to know what he does in his regular <laughs> day. Like, do, do you sleep, bro? Like, what do you do? Do you do any drugs to keep you keep tweeting? Like, no, it can be like 5 a.m. in Italy. And this guy Fabrizio Romano's like, uh, Iman Adli is going to fucking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Florentina. Like, it's, it's crazy stuff. But getting back to the Sancho deal, man, what are your thoughts about this deal? You know my thoughts. We're getting one of the best young players in the world. I think – I don't want to say it. I think it's a little bit too early, but next season's looking good for United. Go ahead, Ahmed. What do you, what do you I will say about? this. I will say this about, about United and Sancho. Obviously, last year, I, I, was, I was the first one to tell everybody, what an absolute embarrassment. Uh, the only club that was really in for him, like, and that he also wanted to go to, and you can't get the deal done. Manchester United can't get a deal done with a guy that wants to come there, and he's young, and he's, okay, I get, you know, he's going to cost you a lot, but come on now, bro. 
finally they get the deal done obviously it's not official till probably tomorrow like whatever it is but it's pretty much official Janis Sancho is a Manchester United player I think it's great um I don't think he was you know the first thing you needed in my opinion you know there's other things but obviously you know they can still you know uh take care of that but Janis Sancho I think he will probably dominate England as well uh he's he's a real baller um I have questions about him in the biggest games because against Bayern Munich, yeah, yeah, he might have scored once or twice, but if you, I've watched all those, all those meetings, Jane Central is, is like, like sometimes I don't even see him on the field sometimes, you know, but he is a baller, you know, he, he will make you guys better. Um, I got a couple of questions about it. I mean, is he going to wear number seven? Because obviously Cavani. I think Ornstein came out and said he's going to wear seven. And I heard that they've offered him to wear seven. And he doesn't, he hasn't accepted it. I don't know. I think he will be wearing seven. Like what other number is he going to wear? Like 21? Like, come on. I think he's going to wear seven. I think he's going to wear seven. And and listen, Cavani broke the curse. So this is a perfect time. This, this Honestly, not signing him last year and giving him number seven might have ruined him. But yeah, it's definitely exciting, man. Sancho, like, I get it against Bayern. He has not shown off. I know a lot of people have said that. I get it. It happens. Bayern are a great team. But to say he doesn't show up in big games is wrong. It's wrong. Just this season in the games. Well, I'm I'm saying it was Bayern Munich I'm talking about. And that's the biggest games. I'm saying saying Bayern Munich is the biggest game. And and he hasn't done it. But but I don't know. You know, against Man City, maybe he did play good. But I don't, you know, care about it. In the in in Pokal, he played well. He's been sensational. Yes. Like, man, I disagree with that. The style of player that this kid can bring, obviously in Germany, it's a, compared to England, it's different. He's 21 years old. He's going to – you got to give him time to adjust. Thankfully, he's not one of the biggest transfers. Thankfully, we didn't give him 120 million. Thankfully. Because then the pressure would have been sky high. Pressure is still sky high. Obviously, one of the best young players in the world. The money that we brought up, 70 million, probably 80 euros or whatever. Still a lot of money, yeah. but it's not it's not most expensive buy in United history, like a Pogba or a Maguire and stuff like that. So that's that's I love the business that we did for this. He's gonna have he's gotta give him some time to to adjust to the Premier League because it's it's not it's not the same, but thankfully he's English. Thankfully, we got guys like Rashford and Green, Greenwood and McGuire that he's in Shaw that he's been with with the England uh, national team that can help him adjust to to England again. So I'm fucking excited. Like I said, it should have happened last year, but you know how United are in these transfer windows. I agree with you. He's not what we needed, but it's what we wanted. <laughs> what I wanted. We finally got our right winger. I think he's he's going to be so key, especially for someone like Juan Bisaka. I feel like he gets a lot of criticism, rightfully so sometimes, even though he's improving so much on attacking him. But now having a true winger to help him is going to give him more space, more time to operate and develop, less pressure on him. So it's huge. We haven't had a right winger in maybe fucking since Nani, maybe. Like, it's just unbelievable. I'm so ecstatic. Hopefully the job's not done. Veron. You're going for the Euros. Yeah, France is done. I think I think he wants PSG bad. 
What's job's up? not finished. It's Manchester United, bud. Well, I will say that you made a great point. You have to give these guys time. I think a lot of people were shitting on Kai Havertz. I was telling people, bro, he's going to have a huge influence on Chelsea. And what does he do? He scores the, you know, the only goal in, in the Champions League final and wins them a Champions League. Yes, he was not good to start. But as it, as the season um, uh, like went on, he got better and better. And he's only 21 years old. I don't know how Sancho, I think he's 21 now. He might be 22, whatever he is. Was he 21, 22? 21. Give, give the boy time. I'll give him maybe maybe a full a full season. Like give him a full season and then see what he does. But give him time. Because a lot of a lot of people are gonna be coming for his head if he doesn't, you know, score two goals in his first game or something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's given. Like I said, yeah. football football Twitter is just absolutely disgusting. But it's especially like these young guys, for, though, like ridiculous. Yeah. It's fun. Like me, I like the I like to do as fun as a joke. I don't really mean that. Like the same thing with Kai. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, I get that. Fun. But people really like mean it. Like you really mean it. Yeah, that's that. It's it's absolute freak, freak individuals. So, <laughs> um, in other news, Messi. Mm. Everybody thought he was going to resign with Barcelona now that Bartabeo is out and Laporta is in. But though, officially now, He's a free agent. He could talk to. Go he could talk FIFA. to anybody. He, he, um, go ahead. You can do that. So, what are your thoughts about this? What's going on, Barcelona? You just gonna. You can't just well, leave I, Messi to be a free agent like dog. Well, let's I, just say a Manchester United or City come out and just flash money. Messi might consider. Yo, why not? What are your thoughts? First of all, first of all, let's talk about the deal that he was on. I think it was like four years, oh. six hundred and sixty something what was million. That, bro. Oof, bro. He wow. I, I don't even want to say anything. I don't even want to say anything, bro. Now that he's a free agent, I don't think it's gonna be long. I I think Fab was already talking about how the like it's it's almost done. So I think yeah. he will probably stay in Barcelona. You know they just got Aguero for him and all these uh, fucking strikers. I guess I I don't get I don't get what they're doing. For me, I would leave Barcelona. I. Still think uh, they're a huge mess, um, but listen, he's um, he's thirty four now. Um, I think by thirty six, he's not. I mean, he probably sh- still could play at the high level, but I don't think he probably does at, at after thirty six. He's probably done. So two more years. Obviously, a legend, like a greatest of all time player. Um, legend is understatement. I know. Like I feel, I feel stupid just saying legend, but obviously, like he. And then for obviously for what he means for Barcelona, so for him to retire there, it's uh, you know it'll be nice to see. You know I could never imagine Messi and any other jersey but Barcelona, so um, that's gonna happen. And and I think the uh, deal you know will get done soon. And then he's gonna stay in Barcelona, stay in Spain. And then obviously the yeah, MLS thing, which is which yeah. be which be which like, is probably gonna happen if he comes to New York and plays. I mean. I mean, bro, anywhere here, any, any, bro, any, oh, no, no, I, I think he's going to go to Inter Miami. I, uh, that's the word. But yeah, that's, any that's city, what they're saying. Any city he goes to, it's going to be sold out, like, like inside and, and outside, bro. Like, e- even here in the States, people, like, recognize who Messi is. So, he's going to be huge if he comes here to the United States. That, that would be insane. Yo, you want to hear something funny? Mm. There's a photo that 
This is when Barcelona had like their their preseason tour and they came to New York to play. I forgot what team they played. There's a photo of him and Suarez at an MTA train station. I know. I, I saw, swear to God. I saw, bro, I saw that picture. It? One of the most random pictures of, I'm like, bro. The and most it, bro, it's random. Like New York too. It's, like, it's like a New York. Uh, it's an MTA, bro, 100% an MTA train station. Like I want to know. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> How the fuck does Messi just take the fucking, uh, the D train to, oh. to, to Manhattan? Like, that shit's so insane. Like, with that, like he might One have like already adjusted I've ever seen in my life. So, like, imagine you're just getting on that train to go to work, and you see Messi and Luis Suarez. Like, I would be. With, what? What is this? Is this like the Matrix or something? Is this like a a paradox or something? So, that was that's just something random that I've seen. I don't know. I was just thinking about wow, Messi yeah, in New well, York well. and something like that. But overall, I think Messi does stay in Barcelona. Obviously, you know, I just find it kind of like like interested in that Barcelona is just going to let him become a free agent. Like if Man City just comes in his offerings, like one mil, like one million, like one billion or some shit like that. That contract was what? 600 million something. Ridiculous. Like oh by far God. the biggest and he's contract it. in sports history. He, oh, but it was yeah, like double the Canelo and, and Mike Trout yeah. and like Fernando Tatis Jr. But Double, double that's, what they got. Different level. But in like four years, 600, that's fucking insane. That's why I, told, I tell people all the time. I'm like, yo, my children are playing two sports growing up. Soccer, football, and baseball. Because I'm, be I'm trying to get Bro, that money home. The, I bring like, that money home. When I first, when I like see the first steps, I'm going to give them about two more weeks. From there on, <laughs> bro, it's right. dr- drills and it's like, Suicides yeah. going ham, bro. I'm, bro, I'm, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not letting nobody not ever do. Yeah, this is going That's bro. like the project in, in Bobby. If you ever seen those on on Twitter, those are funny. Yeah. But yeah, listen, I've already said about Messi. I'm like Messi's a very loyal guy because again, he's getting paid very well to be loyal. So good for him. Um, I think he stays in Barcelona. I think he gets what he wants. Uh, Laporta. I just can't see him letting Messi go as it's like his big. First big thing, being a Barcelona president now. I think he stays. I think he does go to MLS. I wish he goes to New York City FC. There was talks about him if he was going to City, that he would then go to New York City FC. I would definitely go watch. Hopefully not Yankee Stadium. Every game I'm going. Yeah, every game. Lionel Messi. Watching a goal. Ridiculous. Live? Like, come on. Did I say goal? <laughs> Bro, you said it too, but not me. One of the goats. Oh man, that's 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 embarrassing. But yeah, definitely watch him. And yeah, it, it's gonna be pretty cool. I think he goes into Miami because all the talks are saying. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, Ahmed, before we end up this transfer soccer footy talk, I'm actually question. Mm. I'm actually name me one player from the teams that have been eliminated in the Euros. Oh. That interests you the most as a Bayern Munich fan. From that, just whatever you want interests you the most for somebody that should leave, or there's talks about him leaving. You know, France, Germany, Portugal. There's a lot of good players. I'll, I'll name one after you, and then you can just you can go player. first. You can go first because I'm at this. Obviously, uh, obviously, since uh, since I embarrassed myself saying that Messi is the goat, uh, I have to talk about. Ronaldo, 
does he stay at Juve? I get it. They oh, won okay. Champions League. Allegri's back, and that's fine. But there's talks. There's talks. Um, I think it came out today that Juve is having a lot of financial problems. I think they had to sell shares or something. Mm-hmm. They're in debt. They're in big tr- trouble. So maybe Juve might look at selling Ronaldo, how crazy that seems. Ronaldo, Manchester United, I would love that. Enough, love enough that is enough, death. bro. I know, I know. There's a running joke on our on our football chat that Manchester United fans think Ronaldo's on loan still <laughs> from United, but I would love him at United, but I just don't see it happening. But Not a chance. Ahmed, let me tell you something. Let me ask you something. Ronaldo and Piercy. How crazy is that? Bro, How nasty if, is that? And from what it Talk. looks like, I mean, first of all, I don't know. Like, if they do make all this stuff happen, it's looking like they, they'll get Ramos. Hakimi is already a done deal. Yeah. Varane is interested. First of all, they already have two solid, solid fucking defenders. Uh, so I don't he understand that. Kipempe. I don't understand that. Ramos um, makes sense. And then Ronaldo in the middle, Neymar and Mappe on the wings. like, And they're linked to Pogba. They're not, bro. If they like, that's just that, like that would I don't never see happen. It happen. Never to happen. To be fair, I think, Ahmed, I think, bro. I think Ahmed, I, there's a small chance that Ronaldo. No, yeah, I think I, I think Ramos probably, you know, makes a lot of sense. They can afford his wages probably. Um, I think Ronaldo, bro. A lot of people are sleeping on this, but he could go back to Real Madrid. Why not? Like he could, he uh, he could play he could play two up front, four four in the back. Him and Benzema. I get it. No, no, I, I and and look and, and listen. Ever since they both left each other, have not have not been at the same level. Obviously, Ronaldo is still, you know, top two best players on the planet, but he hasn't won a Champions League. He just lost, you know, the fucking Serie A title. Real Madrid. Um, I think they won uh, like a league title last year, I believe. I believe yeah. I don't even know, but have have not well. done good in the Champions League, or as as good as they should. So I think it makes sense. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen. Obviously, the egos with Perez and Ronaldo—that's a huge that's problem. But where else? I mean, if he does leave Juventus, where else? I mean, he he can come back up with Lewandowski. I would. I don't mind that, but like I don't understand what, what he's gonna. It. You would Relax. back up Lewandowski. You would. Relax. You be, would be respectful. At this, mo- at this moment, he's backing up Lewandowski. Be respectful. Put some respect to Lewandowski's name. So he's, and, and then, uh, uh, listen, I, like I love Kareem Benzema, but at this moment, you can't even compare him. Compare him to Lewandowski. Bro, Kareem Benzema is my Algerian brother. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, I, like, I will root for him. But Lewandowski, you see what he's doing for Poland? I think in the World Cup. Got them to a quarterfinal, Euro quarterfinal. Look at Benzema's international track history. 2010, I think, was he on that squad 2010? Uh, I think so. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Out out in the group stage. 2014, yeah, he scored a lot of goals. Got spanked by Germany in the quarterfinal. And then, I mean, bro, like, Algeria played them fucking tougher than France. And France have always have talent. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a great, uh, you know, French team, but... They got him, you know, that wasn't even close against Germany. So, like, even international, Lewandowski with less players, 
like less, you know, like actual great players has done better than Benzema, and and he plays for France. That's all I'm saying. But for I don't me, know where I, this I know I don't know, I know where this Benzema I, and Lewandowski talk came you, from. You know, I gave Lewand I give up Lewandowski his his flowers, man. I think he's the best. I think he's the best player in the world right now. I do believe that. Yeah. yeah Obviously, yeah, when you talk about Messi kinda, and Ronaldo, these two guys are like, I like to keep him like separate from everybody else, but he's the best player in the world for me. I think he should be front runner for Ballon d'Or too. I think now that a player is gone and then he's out, I'm gonna stick on Portugal. I'm gonna go with Andre Silva. I think a Ooh. guy if if he could if he could, you know, if Leipzig get Andre Silva, that's yeah. it. That, that's probably the second best team in Germany, in my opinion. You know, yeah. like, and then, yeah. you know, they can do damage in Europe. Um, so I think Andre Silva, and then obviously, you know, you can go to a team. Um, I don't know, you know, I think Man United might need a striker. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be expensive. We probably. have been linked to him. We have been linked to him, but I, I, I just feel like there's something about those. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about those Frankfurt strikers yeah. that, like, just there's like they're like system players when you talk about like holler and you talk about Jovic, like andre silver i remember when he was at porto i believe then he went to ac milan he stunk it up there that was disgusting but i think he's a good young player but i don't want united to take that risk i don't think we're in the time to take that risk i rather in terms of strikers i think we should go for somebody that that's ready set like i said i think a, ronaldo maybe a, I Kane, think a perfect maybe Mm-hmm. I think a perfect fit for him is RB Leipzig. Leipzig. For yeah. both teams, I, mean, it, it I makes agree with sense. that. I agree with that, but I think he stays. Andre Silva's very good, but I, I he's we'll see. We'll see. He's had a good sensational season. I'm not taking any. I think he's one of the top goal scorers in Europe. He's 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 young, but I don't want I don't think a big team should take a risk. I think Leipzig makes sense. Him go there, develop a little bit more, show his talent, maybe on the big stage, Champions League and such. But we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, Ahmed, before we end this discussion, I want I want to talk about Mbappe. I know we I said we both give something, but I I feel like we can't just leave Mbappe. I think sources have came out, reports have came out today that he might be running out his contract. After his performance, do you think that has anything to play? to do with him wanting to leave PSG. Maybe he wants good PR, goes to Real or something. And I think, I think you're asking the wrong person here because a lot of Bayern fans, a lot of oh. people, a lot of people in Germany in the know. There's been a talk about this five-year PowerPoint that has been made by Brazo. And it makes <laughs> a lot of bro, it makes bro, it just makes perfect sense. I'm telling you, it's either him or Holland. One of them is going to be the new striker after Lewandowski. One of them. Me personally, I don't mind who. Obviously, Mape is uh, a little, a little more, you know, class in my opinion than Holland up to this point. But listen, like if he runs out of that contract and you don't gotta pay a fee because he'll be he'll be a free agent, you know, so he can just sign yeah. for wages. Oof, I mean, like PSG would never allow that. You can, bro, it's you cannot sell Mbappe for nothing. You cannot lose Mbappe for disgusting. nothing. So I don't think that that's impossible, in my opinion. However, who knows? 
people people in Bayern and people in Germany have been waiting for this. Either him or Holland, 2023 makes perfect sense. And 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 one, I love Lewandowski. And if he's still at this level, he can stay for all as he wants. But when is his contract also end? Thank you very much. Same year. Okay, man. Let's up, relax. My hands are up. My hands are up. <laughs> I love it. It sounds good, but it sounds great. Maybe they should bring you in to in the pitch for Mbappe to Bayern, just uh, convince him because it is convincing what you're trying to say. But oh, no. it's not going to happen. Plain and simple, it's not going to happen, man. I'm First sorry. All, I just can't see him going to Bayern. That'd be insane. I just don't. I don't know. I don't bro, know. I like, just don't have. You don't I think understand it's, that. Yeah, or he stays. No, yeah, I I understand what you're trying to say. You know. Obviously, Real Madrid, I, and I'll, I'll be the first one in a minute. And in terms of, like, player value, it's probably a bigger club. It's Real Madrid. You know, every every player wants to play for Real Madrid. I get it. But Bayern Munich are, like, a certain type of players away from being unbeatable. Like, you understand that, right? Like, if we had a guy like Virgil van Dijk, can you imagine if he came up with us? Can you – who's who's beating, who's beating this team right now if we had van Dijk? You're lucky we don't have him. Can you imagine if now we have a Mape? <laughs> well, I'll take Pogba too as a, as a six. If he wants to play, you know, a little deeper than he does. Obviously, you know, him and Jose didn't agree on that. So we'll see. But listen, Mape, I think Real Madrid should probably be the first team. I think Liverpool are a sleeper. Mm. Don't sleep on Liverpool. But I would put Bayern right up with any of them. I'm telling you right now, don't sleep on Bayern when it comes to these big transfers. We've shown that now we sign. Not just German players, but top players. I mean, Lucas Hernandez, 80 million. Pavard. And what is he, bro? He's French. Our team is either German or French. We're going to make it happen, bro. We're going to make it happen, bro. If we're going to talk about French teams. You should just come to United, man. For what? We'll see. We'll see. Stop that. We'll see. So, yeah, and Bobby's, it's definitely something we got to keep an eye on. Um, this whole situation. I, I, I do believe his performance in Euros might play a part. Like, he's seeing all this bad press. Maybe he wants a move or something like that. Um, I think he stays. I've, I've, I've been consistent on it. That I think he stays at PSG. I think he's just – why does he need to leave? I think PSG have the funds to always compete for a Champions League as long as he's there. Maybe yeah. his dream is to go to Real Madrid. That's the only thing that changes everything. Like, Cristiano Ronaldo, he had everything at Manchester United. But his dream was to play Real Madrid, so. But let me ask you this. Mm. I think Mbappe would love to go, uh, like, like he would have loved to win through Real Madrid, especially if they still has Zidane. Now that Zidane's not there anymore, that just, I, like, for me, that That's makes fair. it a whole less, uh, uh, like, attractive for him, attractive. in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. My opinion. I don't know. We'll see. I get it. I get it. That makes sense. That makes sense. But we'll see. Ancelotti ain't, ain't, ain't some scrub where nobody knows like a lot of players would love to play on the Ancelotti he's a legend so yeah, yeah of course respect I think that ends our footy talk that was a great discussion and to, I loved uh, it let's get into some NBA ooh playoffs are going in as we we're speak. in it coming crazy this game playing right now Phoenix Suns Clippers as a halftime or it out. what is it uh almost close halftime uh but yeah Let's get into it. Suns Clippers, this series, Ahmed. What are your thoughts about this? Obviously, like I said, this game is being played right now, game five, game six. What are your thoughts about this series? Obviously, no Kawhi. Uh, Chris Paul in the beginning of the series had the whole COVID situation. He's back, but 
yeah, it's it's six it's six games right now. What do you what are your thoughts about this? I think uh, the Clippers. Well, I'll start off with saying this. I think the Suns miss a huge chance, obviously, in that uh, game five. Yeah, game five. I mean, you go up three one. Uh, uh, you know, like was it game five? Last game. Uh, I think so. To close yeah, it out, five. they were up three one already. And they had a chance yeah, to close yeah, it out. Five. Got to close it out, bro. You're in front of your fans. Phoenix is, every, you know, like a ruckus crowd. Crazy, crazy environment in Phoenix, and you can't get Same. the job done. You know, a little a little suspect, uh, but I think Ty Lue deserves a lot of credit. You know, he's he's sticking with his guns. Uh, Pat Bev, you know, he's made it hard on Booker and Chris Paul. He's making it hard on them. And, I, and I've always said this. Don't confuse, and I'm, I'm not being – you know, fuck, like, I mean this, like, in a good way. Don't confuse playing hard as being a good defender. Because Pat, Pat Beverly, for when I watch him, he's, he's playing hard. He's playing maybe a little too hard, too aggressive. But that's not really, like, a like a deep – like, Kawhi Leonard is a great defender, on-ball defender. Klay Thompson, those are, you know, great defensive players. But I think Pat Bev, I mean, whatever he's doing, keep doing it because Devin Booker hasn't been – uh, uh, that superstar, you know, and Chris Paul, um, ever since he's been back from injury or COVID, it's been terrible. I mean, I'm going to say he's been, he, you know, his jumper is just off. I mean, if a jumper is going, he's, he's unstoppable and, and he's, and he's going to win in the game. But those jumpers that, he, um, that he was hitting against the Lakers and Nuggets, not going in the same exact shots. Um, I think Monty Williams is doing the best he could. I think playing Cameron Payne more, would actually help, you know, getting Chris Paul off the court, just keeping him, you know, for like the last four minutes, him as your closer, that that's probably his role at this moment right now. But I mean, Ty Lue, he's, I think, uh, you know, he's playing small when they go big and he's playing big when they go small. It's like, it's, it's classic basketball um, in these new days. And he's, and he's still, it's three, two, and it's, um, I don't know the score now at halftime, but it's a close game. And he's the master of, like, at these elimination games. I mean, he won't go out without a fight. So, Tyloo definitely deserves his credit. Paul George, I will say this about Paul George. What did I say about Paul George? He could play better. And ever since then, he he, he showed, uh, I think, the last couple of games against the Jazz. That's Paul George. That, that game, um, when you have 30-something against the Jazz, that's that's Paul. That's the Paul George I know. That's one of these, you know, like all these fans and all these guys saying Paul George is playing great. He's playing okay, but Paul George could play even better, and I know he can, and he's doing it now. He's still not shooting the ball as great. Um, he's missing like some shots that you gotta hit. It's it's just these certain shots you gotta hit, and he's missing them sometimes. But it's okay because he's doing everything else. You know, he's rebounding. He's passing the ball for them. Maybe sometimes, you know, these careless turnovers, but he's doing the best he could. I'm not going to, you know, be too hard on him. And the Clippers are not dead yet. I would still favor the Suns. I favor the Suns this whole time, and I'm going to stick with the Suns, but Clippers are not done just yet. It's a little rant. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine. Um, I think you said great, good points. Uh, I agree with a lot of your points. Um, Paul George going to going to that first, I I agree with you to a, to a point with that. I felt like he was playing great as the second option behind Kwai because Kwai was having 
an insane playoff run. But now that he's the number one option, that's the level he could be as a number one option. He cannot be this poor George when he's playing with Kawhi. Plain and simple. Maybe a couple games, yeah, but he can't be playing at this level if Kawhi was there. So I, I agree and disagree with that point. Overall, the Suns, this Tyron Lue, gotta have the gotta take get the respect now. All the all the talk that he that everyone was saying about him, oh, he was playing with LeBron, he was playing with this, he was playing that, he's not a good coach. This guy, he's he, man, he's great, he's great. He's making a case of being a top five coach in NBA. Yeah, but he's not with, the best coach oh, in the NBA. That's just ridiculous to say. He's not, he's not, not no, coach. no, no. I, 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 no, I'm, I'm seeing it. Like, I'm saying he has a case of top five. Yeah, no, no. That's, that's, that's no way. But I like to bring up the point when I said last year about how that Clippers team did not maximize their potential because of Doc Rivers. Mm. And I remember when Tyron Lue became, when they hired him, I'm like, this guy's the perfect coach for this team. And he's just showing it. Look what Doc Rivers is doing with Philly and absolutely being a disaster. Prototypical of the Clippers last year. And you see what Tyron Lue doing? So I, I like to bring that up because I told a lot of people that a lot of the Clippers struggle last year was because of Doc Rivers. Obviously, those players did not play well, but Doc Rivers has to be at the center point for that. I don't want to talk a lot about Doc Rivers. I just want to bring up the point that Tyron Lue has been playing – has been doing, has been coaching his asshole and deserves his respect. Overall, this Clippers team, next man up mentality, why went down, Reggie Jackson, Morris, Kennard, Pat Murder. Reggie Jackson, he's playing for a contract. Good for him. I didn't rate him a lot. I didn't, I didn't think he was a good player, but he's been playing out of his mind. I got to give him credit for that. This Clippers team, shots. I love it. I love this team. I wish Kwai was back. I think if they had Kawhi, they'd probably win their championship. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully he'll be back. Maybe if they get into the finals, maybe. But th- definitely difficult. But the Suns, Suns, Devin Booker was getting all this hype. People call him the next Kobe Bryant. Ever since then, he, he's been not playing that well. Chris but that's, but that's, not, that's just nonsense. I agree with you. This is the media. It's like, not stupid, it's stupid stuff. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I just find it funny. I just funny that it's ironic that it happens at the same time. But definitely Book has to step up. Definitely Chris Paul needs to step up. And if those guys are not stepping up, then Aiden is not as effective because he feeds off everyone else. And Aiden is the X Factor. He's been the X Factor throughout the whole playoff yeah, for that. Never serious. Okay. So I like the Suns team. I've always loved this Suns team. They were my pick to go to the finals. I still think they pop, they still get to the finals. This game is huge. Game six, you have to. Yeah, win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on right now because I'm watching. It's, it, it's, but... it's difficult if you lose this game with all the momentum going to game seven. I know Ooh. out there in Phoenix, the Valley, it's it's crazy. Mm. I would love That's... a game seven, but oh, I hope the Suns get it, get it done. I want Chris Paul. It cannot end like this for Chris Paul, man. I don't know, Chris. I, I agree. Don't, don't get me wrong. Oh. I don't. I don't want that to talk same, about oh, that same energy. That same energy you guys had for Doc Rivers, gotta keep on Chris Paul because it's kind of the same thing, you know, of three one. And I, I get it. You know, he was with Doc Rivers, but Chris Paul, like, maybe it's bad luck, but he never gets a break. And you know, if it's injuries, 
not playing good. It's just it's not a good look. And he's he's got bro, he's gotta get to the finals. Gotta get to the finals. You're up three one on a wounded Clippers got team. You gotta get to the finals, Chris. So I don't want to think about it because I like Chris Paul and I like Devin Booker. And it, it's gonna suck if this happens to Chris Paul, but series are not done yet. Game's still being played. I think Suns get it done. They're a great team. I think they're probably the favorites if they win to win it all. Any last thoughts about the series? Nope. Let's get into the other series. Atlanta Hawks versus the Bucks. What's going on with that? Obviously, what, last night. What happened Giannis last getting night? Getting hurt. Giannis getting hurt. I'm gonna but I don't I'm not I I listen, pray, prayers up. I I hope he comes exactly. back. But yes, I'd rather just keep my mouth shut for what I want to say next. Oh, I don't know what I'd you're gonna keep say. Keep my mouth shut. Go ahead, man. Listen, I I don't know what you're going to say, but I I just want to say this. Obviously, we hope Giannis is fine and it's not, you know, a torn ACL. I think he's, uh, you know, he's not going to play the it's next game. It's a hyper extension, hyper extension of his name. I know. That's what it looked like, too. It, it didn't look like, like a torn ACL when I first seen it. It looks like, you know, he yeah. walked that. off. But, um, obviously, that's not. Obviously, you know, we hope him and Trey are both back in time to play because, you know, we don't want to see two fully healthy teams. But the story last night wasn't Giannis. It was the Atlanta Hawks, bro. Atlanta Hawks. As a Knicks fan, I have no problem giving this team credit. Bro, like, backs against the wall, you know, like, you're you're supposed to lose and go down 3-1. Lou Williams, dream chaser Lou Will. Dream chaser Lou Will got the job done, bro. 20 points in his first playoff start, I believe. Or, yeah, got the job done. Kevin Herter, Kevin Herter, bro. I mean, what like he's not just a shooter now, too. He's not just a you know a spot up shooter. He can he can pass the ball. He, you know he can he can handle the ball and he can play defense too. So he you know, you know what like I, I hate to say it, but he's he's looking like a you know, baby Clay Thompson in my opinion. Like soon, and Clay Thompson is a Hall of Famer. So like we'll see. Um, but the Hawks, bro. A huge win, huge win, and the more like the Bucks, Chris Middleton, you know that meme, um, Mukatuso. Sometimes good, sometimes shit. That's Chris Middleton, bro. He's he's uh-huh. he's up and down. He's a roller coaster. Um, but when he gets hot, he gets hot, and he has to get hot in Game Six because if they lose next game, come on now, what do we do? Or Game Five, um, he he's got to step up. Even even if Giannis is out, he's got no excuse. You still have more talent on that team. Got to beat the Hawks. And the Hawks, without Trey Young, is still fighting. Galinari, uh, Bogdan Magdanovic had his, had his best game. He still didn't play well, in my opinion. And, I, I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you, he, he's been terrible. He's been terrible. And he's, he's been hurt, I guess. I, I don't know. I think it's his knee or his shoulder. But you're shooting up and you're playing. And I, and I have to judge you on what you're showing me on the court. And he's been terrible, terrible, terrible. So, um. But they still won. They still won. It's two two. The Hawks are just, just an annoying team. Oh, like they won't go away. And the Bucks, bro. Same thing with Chris Paul and the Suns. Bucks, you better get this done, bro. Mike Budenholzer, you will never coach again. As a head coach, if this, if, if you know, come on now, bro. This is got to get it done, Bucks. Um, I love this Hawks team. And I got a lot of flack because I've told people that I, I feel like this this Hawks team is like a like uh 
like the Warriors 2.0. And the style of play that Most they like play him. with the players that they have, they have like a like a, a Warriors 2.0. I got a lot of flack for that. So it was funny hearing you say that uh, Herder is, is like Clay Thompson because oh, he's yeah. a good player, but it's kind of crazy oh, to compare him to Clay Thompson. No, no, I'm, I'm, great, I'm great. saying a baby, like I get baby, baby Clay Thompson. I get it. I get like it. A toddler, get it. but Hawks team, so much fight in them. Like they, they're there, man. They want it. They want it to be gritty. They want it to be tough. They want it to be against them without Trey Young. The way they played, man. That's what you want from a team, bro. Like I just love this Hawks team. I love Nate McMillan. I love the players on this team, and they're young too, man. And it's not like they have an old team. It, 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 this team in their first year, they're gonna be the future. Yeah, basically. This is the future of, of the Eastern Conference, this team, without a doubt. You think so? And to, without a doubt, 100%. I don't think what other team is there. No, at this you moment know, right now, they're that. probably, you know, you still got, you know, I think Miami, I think the Knicks, you know, if they can just get one in the this draft team, and stuff like that. This Celtics team, with Jason Tatum team. and Jalen Brown. But the Hawks, like I said, very impressive, though. This is a young team, man. And somebody that I want to give a lot of praise to is Cam Reddish. First game back, his influence was there on the defensive end and on the offensive end. This kid, Cam Reddish, I'm going to say it now. He's going to be a superstar. Wow. Give him time. He's going to be a superstar. He's going to be one of the best two-way players in the NBA, without a doubt. Like I said, just some players in all sports have a different timeline to how they become what they are. He's had his struggles. I think a lot of it has to do with the mental aspect. I think he's very passive, especially on the offensive end, because on the defensive end, he's sensational. Passive on the offensive end, I think a lot of that had to do with, because if you know about Cam Reddish, you knew him in high school. This guy was dropping 50 points. Yeah, well, Katie was watching him in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I think what 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 was the worst decision that he could have done was going to Duke to play with RJ and Zion. Because I think he had to take a step back behind both of them, and it's messed him up mentally. Made him pass and made him uh, give up the ball more. Made him just not what we know about Cam Reddish. So seeing him, how he, came, how he played, taking those shots – in his first game back in the playoffs in a big game, and him to show up like that to guard Chris Middleton and neutralize him, make him non-existent in the game, just, just shows his potential. And his whole Hawks team, uh, Onayuka, like who they who they drafted, somebody I that, that I said, love that. I'm telling kid. you, in my mock draft, I said if the Warriors are smart, they draft that kid. He's he's somebody that that's gonna become a great player. You have him, Reddish. You have Hunter. You have Trey. You have Herder. This team is sensational, and I hope they win. I think they do win. If Giannis is not back, I think this team wins. I think it wins. Depends on Trey's Trey's injury. Hopefully, it's not anything crazy. Hopefully, it's not anything crazy about Giannis. Oh, (laughs) mate. Hopefully, the hopefully Giannis's injury is not that bad. But it's not. And I'll. I think. With both these players injured, it comes down to the coaching. And Mike Budenholzer, like you said, we've we know you we know who you are, <laughs> Mike Budenholzer. So <laughs> if you want to have some respect and you want to keep your job, 
put on a coaching master class, get your team through it. We'll see what happens. I rate uh, Nate McMillan more than him, so we'll see. So definitely interesting. Definitely interesting now that Giannis and Trey are injured and out, but that goes to our other topic, these injuries throughout the whole playoffs. I'm mad. You know my thoughts. You know how uh, – you know who I want to – I just want to curse them out right now. Go ahead. I think I think LeBron James said he was talking about it, and, you know, he was – "Quote unquote," complaining about it, but listen, at a point, it's it's not a it's not a coincidence that all these players are going down. But I think some players, some like James Harden, going going down. I don't think it's because of this. I think it's because you know he's he's coming into training camp out of shape, like fucking looking for a trade, and then and then he, you know he's getting healthy in the season. I think with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, it's or no Kyrie Irving, it's you're playing you're playing two weeks straight. And you're not playing for two weeks straight. You're playing for two weeks straight, and you're not playing for two weeks straight. So I think for certain guys, it's it's definitely something. Well, LeBron, LeBron, bro, it, only LeBron, only only Nets players. No, no, I'll I'll get to it. I think LeBron, you know, right. like LeBron, it's just a freak injury. LeBron has never gone down like that, like for a while. So that was the first time ever. So again, maybe coincidence, maybe not. Anthony Davis, we just bro, he's he's make he's made out of glass. Like this has always been the thing about him since college. He's he's a little little I want to say soft, but like like fragile. So that's the thing with him. But it's just too many players for me to keep going and then be like, yo, it's it's got to be coincidence, or it's not a coincidence. So yeah, you're right that obviously the season should not have started. Was it like thirty days or forty days after? Yep. Especially with the Nuggets and the Lakers. Just playing, um, I don't know. And then, and you see the Miami Heat also go down with injuries. Uh, I don't know. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, they had to start the season. They started the season, and someone's gonna be crowned champion. And every team has had to deal with COVID injuries and shit. Some, some worse, but I mean, that's just basketball. It's, it's, it's luck sometimes. So it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna discuss this long. I'm not gonna put so much energy into this. Uh, I think I've made my my point note on this podcast. Uh, I've because if I do, I'm gonna get angry, and I'm just <laughs> everyone knows who's at fault. It's the NBA, plain and simple. Adam Silver, they've they've just absolutely disgusting, absolutely just disgraceful to how they treated the players after a bubble, after a difficult during COVID with all the Black Lives Matter uh, situations, for them to tell them, you barely going to have any rest, you're going to start right away. Um, it's disgusting, and it definitely has the, it definitely plays a part. I don't care what people say. All these star players getting hurt, it's not a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. I really don't. And the NBA has blood on their hands. I, the, only, the only thing I'm going to leave this topic off, I'm going to say, Look at the four finalists last year. Well, during the bubble. You had the Lakers, LeBron James gets hurt, Anthony Davis gets hurt. You had the Nuggets, Jamal Murray gets hurt. You had the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler gets hurt. We had a lot of players getting hurt throughout the season, like our depth players. And then you have the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown gets hurt. It's not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. So, like I said, Adam Silver has blood on his hands. But... I guess it leaves for more entertaining playoffs because it's out. Playoffs have been crazy. 
they have been good. They have been good. I'm not going to lie. But it just – it sucks to know that these players are – these players have been good because star players out. Because yeah, let's be real. We're here no, I've, I've, I've never seen, like, this amount of star players never. go down. Never. It's never happened. So, again, never. very suspect. Oh. But, I mean, like, like, what are they going to do now? Like, it's always going to start at the same time or – because because now the, the timeline is all messed up, no? Yeah, in theory, yeah, but I, I bro, listen, they don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care about players' routines and what they do in the offseason. They're gonna be like, guess what? They're gonna just gonna start the regular season how they usually do, like in October or in, in November. Like they don't give a fuck. They don't Less care. games. 72? I think they I think so. I think, yeah, shorten the season. We don't need extra 10 games, man. We really don't. Especially uh, I've always said about at least extend the all-star break, make it like a week, a week and a half, to give them a break at least. So, I don't know. That's up to them. Just players need some break. These guys are one of the best athletes in the world. They're playing back-to-backs every night. This is, this is not like baseball or anything. This is high-paced basketball. These guys are coming up and down, up and down. This isn't some fucking bowling or anything. Like, come on, man. Adam Silver, you got to have – the players need to say something. The Player Association, all of them, they have to do something because this has been absolutely disgraceful. Adam Silver and NBA. But, yeah, um, that's it. Uh, we'll see what happens with this game tonight. Let's see if Phoenix win. Maybe they go into the finals, obviously. We'll see. We'll see. So, I, I – but I'm going to end off saying that these players have been sensational. I don't want to say anything. I love these players. Ahmed, take it over. Last topic of of the episode. Boxing, you know, we had to, take it over. You know, Let's get into Always got to have some, some, you know, some combat sports, obviously. This is what we Absolutely. do here. Um, last weekend, we got a couple of boxing fights. Uh, Lomachenko yeah. back in the ring. Looked impressive. Uh, I didn't want to say impressive. It was just what? a mismatch. It was a mismatch. Oh, I knew God. he was going to do that. He looked. He looked. Bro, he looked like Lomachenko. Lomachenko. Looked like Lomachenko. That's it. And he's back. He's for real. But the biggest fight of that weekend, of last weekend, Tank, Javante, Tank Davis versus Mario Barrios. As soon as this fight was done and sealed, and we found out about it, I've been first of all. Massive props for both fighters to agree to fight each other, especially uh, Mario Barrios, a guy coming up for your belts. I know he's a big name. I know he's undefeated, but that's a big risk. And Mario Barrios does not give a damn. That's why I love him. That's why he's still a star, in my opinion. He's still going to be a star. Um, but let's talk about the fight. fight was great. I thought I thought uh, Barrios was probably winning on the scorecards in the first, first six or seven rounds. Tank Davis, you know, he's just walking you down, waiting for the perfect shot. He can eat some shots because he knows all it takes is one, and you will go down. And he put, Mar- for the first time ever, Mario Barrios saw what was on the ground, not once, not not two times, three times. He put a world-class fighter down, a bigger man, 140, a bigger and taller man. Tank Davis is, 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 is the real deal. You know, he's, he's the money team's next big thing. You know, if you didn't know, I mean, after that Leo Santa Cruz knockout, I mean, oh my Oof. god! On oh. Halloween night, bro, spooky stuff, son. 
took a soul away. That. that was sensational. Ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous. So Tank Davis, man, he is now a problem at 140, 135. He can still probably go down uh, even even more. But I think I, I think now is the you know good time to start. Who you know who's next for Tank Davis? Next. There's a lot of guys. Brian Garcia, Devin Haney. Um, Josh Taylor, Stack, bro. bro. Josh Taylor, yeah. one forty. Josh Taylor, one forty. I yeah. think you know not a lot of people know who Josh Taylor is, and they should. Undefeated pound for yeah. pound, you know, top guy, Peace. undisputed fighter. Um, and Tank Davis is a huge name, so that fight makes sense. Um, he is he's ESPN Josh Taylor, so I don't know if you know. Obviously, all those fucking politics, uh, politics exactly. Um, but for me. It made perfect sense. Those two guys who fought on Saturday need to fight each other. Lomachenko. Lomachenko versus Tank Davis. Oh, my God. I will say this. I need it. For all the Lomachenko fans, and I'm with you, we, we got to see that rematch. We got to see that rematch. And we will yeah. one day. But for right yeah, now, yeah. right now, it don't even matter what weight class. 135, 140, it don't even matter. One, even go down back to 130, it don't even matter. Tank Davis versus Lomachenko, the power of Davis versus the fundamental genius of, of Lomachenko. One of the biggest fights you could ever make and arguably in boxing oh history God. at this moment because it's huge names. Lomachenko's God. power found greatness. Oh, my God. That's all I wanted to bring up. Two great fighters fought. How about they fight each other? Let's make it happen. And they're both, you know, obviously, fucking Lomachenko. He wasn't even touched at all. Lomachenko, uh, Tank Davis, it, it was Total a hard, typical. hard fight, but easy work. They can make that fight in like December, bro. Why not? Yeah, hundred percent. End of the year, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. <sighs> um, Tank Davis, man, this guy, every single fight, this guy's just proving that he's he's legit, man. He's and he's, he's not special. just power; he's a great boxer, he's bro. He's not. He's a great boxer. Like he's so good. I like him a lot, man. Especially coming from that. That Mayweather claw from that Mayweather tree, money like team, money you team. can see it, you can see it, even as you fight. And you and actually during the fight itself, Mayweather's like, "Dog, you're losing, you're losing." And I'm gonna keep it real with you. And right after that, what he does, what he does, ends the fight. So it just comes like that. Mayweather and he, his influence is definitely spilling onto Tank Davis. And you said I'm gonna put him down in the eighth round. What does he do? Mystic Tank Davis. I predict these things. Love it. You love that stuff. So, like you said, now it's just what's next. So many good fights you can, you can do. Like you said, Devin Haney, Lopez, Ryan Garcia, or Josh Taylor. That's actually a great shot that you did. That made that's fucking sensational. But Lomachenko and Tank Davis, that, that was in the air for a while now. Um, and it, it just makes sense for a Mayweather fighter to fight Lomachenko after his first laws after surgery attack the line when he's hurt it just makes so much sense as a mayweather fight oh and, then, and stuff then, like that to happen and when the fight got done uh when it was official um with davis and barrios myself included boxing fans around the world were like bro mario barrios is real deal and he's yeah. bigger and he's longer yeah. and we saw we saw leo santa cruz take davis can't eat shots, you know, and, and that yeah. length is a problem. 
But he, but Floyd made, bro, Floyd told him, this is this is the fight to fight right now. This is the guy. This is the perfect timing right now. And he's Floyd, bro, Floyd knows what he's doing, bro. He knows, he knows what he's, what he's doing, doing. So he's so smart, man. Anything. I just, I genius. can't, genius. I can't give enough, enough credit to Floyd and he, bro, he's, just. He, he said it. In it I mastered the ring. I mastered this game. He mastered the sport. He said it. Mastered this. He's so good, but. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to have a little bit of a yeah. of a praise Mayweather, but. Tank Davis, Lomachenko. That got to happen. Let's make it happen. That makes so much sense. And Lomachenko, like I said, the, the line that's hurt. But he ain't out. He's mm. still there. Lomachenko, oh, he's he don't act real. like he's done. And he's so motivated. If, Loma, if, if Davis thinks that he's getting a washed-up Lomachenko, Stop talking about not. it, bro. Stop talking about it now because now I need to I'm see so, it now. <laughs> I'm smiling thinking about it. Mm. Like – I need it to happen. We know out here in Cheshire Skins are boxing. We are boxing fans. We love this shit. This is why boxing is one of the is the best. I don't care. MMA, sit the fuck down. Oh, Whoa, to me personally. Know. To me, to me personally, boxing. I got ties to both. Love. I got ties to both. So Listen, I love boxing. You need to understand. It's like your first love, bro. That's gonna be even when you're married with somebody else, you're always gonna think about it. What could have mm. been. To me, that's boxing forever. I love boxing. So when, when you talk about Tank Davis versus Lomachenko, what are we doing here? Oh, I need it to happen. Hopefully it happens. It need makes that. sense for it to happen. That's what t- this is what tilts me out about boxing. It makes sense. Just fucking do it, bro. Fuck all yeah, the politics. Do it. That's why it won't happen, because it makes too much sense, bro. I know. That's why I'm fucking just like. Oh, it's a love and hate relationship for, for us, man. But hopefully, hopefully, that's that's the only thing we can say right now is just hopefully, especially when we know about about boxing. Uh, Ahmed, anything else? Boxing Pretty related? Much it. Not boxing, but fighting anything? relation. Obviously, you know we got that big card coming up with Conor McGregor. Obviously, Ooh. next week we'll talk about it. Preview. Absolutely. Uh, July twenty fourth, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. We are we are stacked here. Uh, guys, so you know, we got sports. we got combat sports for days, and we'll see what happens. Stay tuned, stay tuned. We got July a lot of in, things, but great month for fighting. Yeah, July. we July, we love July, but yeah, Ahmed. I think that wraps up the episode. I think we did well, just us two. You only yeah, if you're guys, to this. This was you know like a little experiment that the fans wanted, the fans, our viewers. You want to see two people, us two. Oh, you let us know yeah. how it was, <laughs> and then and then if it's necessary to bring back the third. Hopefully, Yoni was uh, makes it uh, out of England because he might be getting wasted in the beer gardens, just with the, with the lads out there, or something. So hopefully, Yoni, you make it back to the states. We'll see. Hopefully they don't get knocked out by Ukraine or anything. So because you're just gonna waste your ticket if you went there. So yeah, I think we did good. The fans, listen, guys, we we I think this is the first time me and you have have yeah, had a yeah. podcast. So I think we did well. I think we really did well. So okay, uh, guys, see you later. See you next week. Stay tuned. We got special special episode out. next week. Special episode. Oof. Special. If you guys don't know, now you know. But we'll, we'll, we'll let you stay tuned. So, guys, see you later and peace.